0: Uh, well, good morning, everyone. Great to see you. And uh, if, you're on, uh, if, if you're here in the sanctuary, it's great to, it's great to see you. Um, we have some faces here um, from Whitstable today who normally some of you will know from Zoom, but they are real people. They do exist in the flesh. So they're not just, um... there you go. <laughs> it's great to have you with us in flesh, in, in three dimensions. It's, it's great, it's lovely to see you. Um, welcome to everyone on on zoom i know a number of you are recovering from uh, some recovering from operations there's some who are isolating because they've got operations coming up there are there are a number of folks who have covered uh, so uh, we hope that uh, as you join us on zoom that you experience uh, the spirit uh, as we do in here and um, we're going to be looking uh, in the service at the Theme of bearing fruit by the Spirit and, uh, in Galatians 5. And um, the first verse of chapter 5 is wonderful. It says this, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So the good news is that Christ has set us free to live full and, and joyful lives by the power of his Spirit. And uh, we're going to celebrate that freedom uh, this morning as we worship. But before we uh, sing, let me uh, lead us in a a prayer. So, Jesus, we thank you that you have set us free to live a new life through the power of your Spirit. And it's a life filled with joy. It's a life filled with purpose, with meaning. It's new life in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, we want to celebrate that freedom this morning. We're no longer burdened by guilt and condemnation and sin, but Jesus, you've set us free. Help us to celebrate that freedom, Jesus, that we have in you. So we invite you, Holy Spirit, to come among us and move in power. Uh, Holy Spirit, be free to move here this morning. Uh, we, we We welcome you and we ask that our worship would be honoring Jesus to you this morning and full of life and power. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. (laughs) Let's uh, stand to worship Jesus.
1: Truth, you loved us enough that you sent your own Son to come and die in our place. Help us to uh, help us to realize that this morning, Lord. <laughs>
0: where we are. Just uh, lead us in prayers of praise, adoration. If you're on Zoom, please unmute. If you're in here, uh, someone will come with a microphone. Just put your hand up if you want to pray. Let's just bring our adoration and praise to to Jesus because he lives, he's risen. We have hope. So let's express that now as we bring our praise. Jesus, Jesus.
1: Those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on spiritual things. The mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. Let us then cast off the fruitless works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision to gratify the desires of the flesh. But Jesus has the power to save your soul and for life everlasting. Amen.
2: lord we just thank you that you are indeed the giver of life we're here because we are part of your creation lord we're here because of your love that draws us to yourself lord we thank you that we can sing those songs because he lives we live because you gave your life for us that we might have life life eternal life in its fullness oh lord you're an amazing god and we just thank you for the privilege of being able to meet together as your sons and daughters of the living God to worship you, to praise you, to give you thanks, to honor you, to declare that you are our Lord. You're our God. You're our Savior. We don't deserve it, but it's all of your grace and your love that you've outpoured for each one of us, Lord. Each one of us is precious to you. Oh, we just thank you, Lord, the way you bless us. We want to bless you now, Lord. Just thank you for these times of praise and worship to lift your name on high. You're our Lord. You're our Savior. We delight in you, and you delight in each one of us. Praise your name, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Thank you
1: Lord.
3: Worthy, oh, worthy are you, Lord to be thanked and praised and worshiped and adored worthy oh worthy are you lord worthy to be thanked and praised and worshiped and adored singing hallelujah singing hallelujah lamb upon the throne we worship and adore you make your glory known
4: From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only who is at the Father's side, has made him known. Father, we just want to thank you again that you delight in us. You want to give us good things. And we can only do that. We can only come to you because you have made yourself known to us. And we thank you for this precious word of God that we've just got so freely available. Thank you for loving us so much, Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. So Mark is going to come and uh, share an all-age talk on the fruit of the Spirit. Thank you.
1: Is that it? There we go. Well, morning, everyone. It's great to see you all here. Um, Yeah, Martin, spoiler alert. We're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about fruit. You might have seen this jug on the table here and thought, well, is he turning water into wine again? Well, no, unfortunately, I'm not. Um, but I am going to be talking about fruit. And I wonder, there's, there's a few children and young people here. If you wanted to see a bit better, you can come to the front and sit at the front if you want to. Um, that would be really great. There's not actually that much to see, but... Um, so, anyway, I'm going to be talking about fruit. Does anyone here like fruit? Yeah? Lots of people like fruit. Lots of people apparently don't like fruit, because no, not very many hands went up. But I like fruit. Um, but I was wondering, do you know where fruit comes from? You do? Rachel, tell me where fruit comes from trees in the ground it's a good answer um you see quite often we'll just nip down the supermarket won't we or a greengrocers if you can find one these days and there'll be all of this fruit and veg laid out it'll all be brightly colored and uh look really lovely we can just pick up what we want take it to the till pay for it and uh bring it home and in fact I did that this morning on the way to church here. I went into the co-op and I bought some bananas and some clementines, oh, sorry, Simon. And some clementines and and things like that. And and they look lovely. Um, But to produce these takes a whole lot more effort. They don't, well, they do grow on trees. I was gonna say they don't grow on trees, but they do grow on trees. Um, Yeah, so anyway, that's not the point. There's a lot of effort involved in growing fruit and veg, isn't there? So you might start off with a pot and you put some soil in the pot and you get a packet of seeds, don't you? And you get a little seed, it's a tiny little seed. Can you see the little seed, just about? And you put it in the soil and you plant it and then you water it and you look after it you might have to feed it you put it in the sun and eventually eventually you might see got to pick the right one you might see a little tiny shoot popping out of the soil can you see that yeah there's a li- couple of little green leaves there just sticking out of the soil let's go this way um So you carry on watering it and you carry on feeding it and gradually, gradually, the plant grows and there are more leaves and there are more shoots growing. So this is looking good. So you carry on watering it, you put it in the sun, you carry on feeding it and slowly, slowly the plant gets bigger and bigger doesn't it need a stake on this one carol um and you carry on doing the same thing you're looking after the plant you're feeding the plant you're nurturing the plant aren't you and finally or latterly we get another plant and it just starts to grow flowers doesn't it and this plant here is just that's all the plants have got i'm sorry Um, This plant here is just starting to grow flowers and the flowers then blossom and they get fertilized and sadly the flowers then die off. But That is when the fruits start to grow, isn't it? And so the flowers die. You keep it uh, feeding and working with the plant and looking after the plant and tending the plant. You put it in the sunlight and the sun shines down on it and the fruits start to ripen and then eventually they're ready to pick and you end up with things like these which lovely do you want yeah alice do you not want one no erin do you want one so It got me thinking because the bible talks a lot about fruit doesn't it and martin's mentioned this morning we're thinking about the fruit of the spirit and and um where am i yeah so and in particular a passage in galatians talks about the fruit of the spirit um and it occurred to me that if the fruit of the spirit are fruits maybe the process of the fruit of the Spirit is a little bit like growing fruit. So the Bible promises us that when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior into our lives, uh, and we sung about it earlier, didn't we? That he will promise to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit to come and live inside us. And so, the marks of the Holy Spirit, which is what Galatians five talks about. And it talks about the fruit of the spirit. And I wonder if anyone knows what the fruit of the spirit are. There are nine of them. (laughs) 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 Well, there you go. So yes, they are. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yeah, thanks, Mar- she's not even here. <laughs> um, but if these are fruit, when we become a Christian, they don't just appear overnight, do they? It's, it's not an automatic process. We don't suddenly become self-controlled. We don't suddenly become patient. We don't suddenly become gentle, do we? We might express some of these characteristics naturally. That's God given. Um, But we don't just become the finished article. The fruit aren't all there straight away. So we have to, like growing plants and fruit, we have to nurture the gifts of the spirit we talk about when we become Christians going starting a journey to become more like Jesus don't we and these characteristics are Jesus characteristics they're his personality they're his how he lived his life so as Christians we need to start that journey when we become a Christian we need to start that journey to become more like Jesus and how do we then grow those characteristics. Because when I'm growing plants, I have to feed them, I have to water them, I have to put them out in the sun so they get lots of energy. How do we nurture and grow the fruits of the Spirit? Well, one of the ways is we come to church on the Sunday to receive teaching, to worship God, to pray. We can read the Bible and and Jesus will speak to us and the Holy Spirit will speak to us through the Bible. God's promised us the gift of the Holy Spirit to help us, to help us to become more like him. But we also have a responsibility to choose to nurture and grow those gifts of the Spirit, don't we? We have to choose to read the Bible, to choose to pray, to choose to meet together in meetings like this or in our children's church or in our small groups when we meet together to learn and discuss and be taught and receive teaching so we want as christians to become more like christ and thankfully the holy spirit when that seed is when we receive the holy spirit as that seed he gives us that desire to learn more about jesus so fueled by the holy spirit we have that desire to learn more about him so let's commit this morning to developing and nurturing those gifts of the spirit so that we can continue on that journey to become more like Jesus thank you if anyone wants a
0: an orange or banana feel free it's not enough to go round, I'm afraid but um let's pray for uh the children as they uh, as they go out let's pray Lord, I pray for um, children's leaders and the children that through through this work this morning that they would grow in Christ-likeness, the fruit of the Spirit. Lord, I pray for the leaders and the children that you'd fill them with your Holy Spirit and that they would bear much fruit and have a really good time this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive the offering. Thank you, Adrian. You were right there, weren't you? So let's... Um, I'm going to pray for for the offering, and then I'm going to move into a time of of open prayer. There are a number of people uh, known to us who are recovering from operations. Uh, Don't forget to pray for for Pauline as she uh, recovers, for Barbara. Uh, Remember Judy Thomas as she uh, awaits uh, a knee operation. For those um, struggling with, with COVID, but also let's pray for our nation. Um, we have a leadership vacuum at the moment, don't we? And uh, we need to pray that God would would work through this process, this very human process of choosing a new leader and that his spirit would guide that process and that we would end up with a person of integrity who would seek justice and peace and bring about a peaceful society where the gospel can carry on being proclaimed and where people uh, may receive justice In a god-given way so we're called by paul to pray for kings and those in authority so it's important that we do pray for our government uh, at this time that we would uh, see god's hand intervene so let's uh, let's pray Uh, i'll pray for the offering and then we'll move into a time of open prayer please lead us as the spirit leads you if you're on zoom please unmute and pray or if you're in here again put your hand in the air if you want to pray and adrian will come with the microphone so let's pray. Lord Jesus you came and you gave your life to set us free. You set us free from the power of sin and you set us free that we might live spirit-filled lives of growing in the fruit of the spirit. Jesus thank you that it was for freedom that you came to this earth. You lived and you died and you rose again and Jesus because of that gift of freedom we gladly Bring you the, this, these gifts of money as we lay down our lives, and we ask, Lord, that you bless this money as you bless our lives. Where may we bear much fruit for the kingdom, and where may this money uh, bear much fruit in bringing others to know Jesus? For we ask it in His name. Amen. And now, Holy Spirit, as we pray for the needs of our world, our nation, our church, we ask, Spirit of God, that you would come and, and guide us now. Prompt us, lead us, help us to pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
5: Father, we thank you for our country. We thank you Lord for the people that you have put we thank you for our Queen Lord and what a glowing example she is Lord we just lift our government to you. And we are so saddened by what we see Lord and we know that if we're saddened you are saddened as well Lord that people who have power who've used it wrongly people who have lied and cheated and done all sorts Lord. And we thank you Lord that it was at a prayer breakfast. Many thought heard the words of integrity, the way Jesus would have lived and it was them that then responded by resigning but now Lord we just lift our country to you, we lift our our government to you, we lift those who are candidates who would stand to be the next Prime Minister. And we just pray for your almost like when you chose David that you would choose the next person Lord that your hand would be so prevalent that people would see good qualities in a leader lord and we just ask you lord for our country lord to to just to bless it lord in this time of difficulties lord amen
4: breakfast lord, through hearing your word through prayer and praise lord that that you spoke lord and jesus that kind of thing isn't on the news lord um yeah you we have to search to find that lord and i would pray that that would that would become common knowledge lord that you spoke and people listen lord and and that that you are so people could see that you have authority lord you you are making a difference jesus i do just pray that the right person would be there for the job lord jesus and lord um yeah i just yeah lord and and i lift boris to you lord because things must be really tough whatever however people think of him or what have you lord for him and his family things must be really tough jesus and i just pray that i just pray that there'll be an end of backstabbing and um ill feeling and you know, and, and that things would run smoothly. Lord Jesus, I really just pray, just lift our government up to you, Lord.
6: Amen.
0: lift before you those uh, known to us who need your touch of healing Lord we remember those uh, who are not able to be with us this morning Lord I pray for Ron um, in the Grange Lord I pray that on this Sunday morning he would be aware of your presence of our prayers of our love and that Lord there would be moments when he can take time to to pray and to seek you and to worship you And that, Lord, uphold him by your prayers. Continue, Lord, to guard his heart and his mind. May he know your peace, Lord, there in the Grange. And we pray, Lord, your strengthening for all the staff there who serve so faithfully day by day. Lord, uphold them. Lord, we thank you for the Christian witness that is there in in the Grange. And thank you for their coming here week by week on a Monday for Coffee Stop. Lord, bless the Grange. Keep them safe from COVID. Lord, and help them with all the work that they're doing there. And Lord, we pray for for those uh, awaiting operations. We pray that you keep Judy Thomas safe and free from COVID, Lord, as she goes for these tests tomorrow. We pray, Lord, that you would be uh, in that pre-op, helping her, blessing her, guiding her. Lord, we pray uh, for those who are recovering. We think of Pauline Lewis. Lord, we pray blessing and healing and wholeness, On her as she recovers uh, from this heart attack, Lord, just be with her. Um, Lord, be with Barbara as she recovers from this uh, major surgery. Lord, we just pray that physically she would continue to improve as she does physio. But Lord, we continue to lift Val um, before You, Tony's wife. Lord, we ask that You would intervene there and that Lord somehow she would look to You at this time and look for Your help. Um, But Lord, bring. Blessing and healing as she goes through uh, physio. Lord, for all those suffering with, with COVID, Lord, bring them safely through, deliver them from this uh, disease, we pray. Lord, keep, keep your people safe from harm and uh, bring blessing and wholeness and healing. Uh, Lord, as we read your word together now, we, we thank you, Lord, for, that your word is a, a living word, it's a two edged sword, and it penetrates dividing joints and marrow in our lives. So. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, speaking into our lives now as we read and study your word together. Speak to us, Holy Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. So this is a passage I'm sure is uh, well known to all of you. Galatians 5, verses 16 uh, to 26, reading from the, uh, from the NIV. So I say, live by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under law. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, Let us keep in step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Um, See one or two people fanning themselves. It's hot in here, isn't it? But uh, I'll I'll try and uh, not be too uh, lengthy this morning. Um, Last weekend, we were were away for the weekend uh, in a holiday home with four other couples Um, it was sarah's sister's 50th birthday and we were one of the uh five couples that were invited to go and spend uh friday to sunday in this large holiday home in wiltshire which is all all very nice i have to say um we knew one couple obviously my brother-in-law and sister-in-law really really well the others we didn't know very well at all. In fact, I, don't, I think one couple I'd never met, and two of the other couples I think I'd only met once. So being an introvert, um, this was not a weekend that I was particularly uh, relishing, to be honest. My wife is an extrovert. She loves, as you know, socialising, meeting new people. For me, this is not my comfort zone, right? So I was nervous. Uh, actually, had a really good weekend, and I found out that I'm not half bad at clay pigeon shooting as well. But that's another story. I just just thought I'd get that in. I didn't know I had the gift of clay pigeon shooting, but it appears that that is a ability that I have. <laughs> I have to big myself up with something, don't I? I knew that we were the only Christian couple there as well, which adds a layer of potential tension doesn't it uh i knew you know when you feel it in your soul that there's going to be a conversation about faith and there was so (laughs) i didn't initiate it uh it tends to happen around uh baptist pastors so i was asked what i did and they said well yeah we know you're a pastor but what do you actually do (laughs) <laughs> some of you are laughing some of you go I people joke with me they said, well you only work one day a week don't you and I think some of these guys were intrigued to find out is it only one day a week that you work I said uh I said uh, you know I'm a pastor and uh, I dis- they said to me okay give me a typical week I said there ain't one all right but I did describe the sorts of things that I do, including prayer and Bible uh, studies and uh, some of the, the food banks and let's do lunch and youth groups that, that run. Um, and so some, one of them said, okay, so you're a humanitarian worker then? <laughs> I said, no, 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 that's not it. I said, we do do good things in the community, but I'm, I wouldn't, well, what would you describe yourself as? I said, a faith worker. Well, what does that mean then, they said. I said, it means, and this is where it got interesting. This was, this was in a, a pub on, a, on the Friday night having dinner, um, 10 of us. I said, I help make disciples of Jesus Christ. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> at least at my end of the table. Um, but then we got into a really good discussion about christian faith and what that looks like and what it involves Um, so i I always go to the the places you shouldn't go to because it's more fun i always think if you don't know people that well you might as well have a bit of fun with it (laughs) all right and be bold so someone asks me about my faith i'm going to tell them um i you know i'm not gonna i don't see these people that often I see my sister-in-law all the time but she knows that i love jesus so hey what does it matter so we got into a really good discussion a wide-ranging discussion about half an hour later it was time to go home they were locking up so we had to go we had to go home the problem is you then feel this was the first night i was we were on show as the christian couple for the rest of the weekend Do, do you know what that's like when you're in a goldfish bowl everybody knows that you're the Christian couple and everybody's looking at you to see is he uh, is he truthful is he a person of integrity and every little detail of your life gets examined doesn't it and if you make a mistake or say something slightly controversial they will pick up on it and that was the that was the weekend but there were it was fun I have to say it was fun being Christians in a non-Christian environment because you get to talk about Jesus with people who don't know him and that's always exciting and fun and uh, you know it spices things up quite frankly doesn't it there's no boring dinner party conversation when people ask you about your faith if you're prepared to go there it gets quite fun but I was all the time over the weekend I was asking the Holy Spirit to help me bear fruit do you know what I mean? This stuff. Um, my parents named me Martin, which means unyielding. I think that was prophetic, because mother in law's giggling about this. <laughs> I can be very unyielding and uh argumentative, uh pushy. Uh I can come over as self righteous, judgmental, about my faith, right? I got into an argument once with my granddad about faith, and I I regret it, because I didn't display the fruit of the Spirit. I was trying to argue him into the kingdom, and it didn't work. This is what I should have been doing, the fruit. So all the time over the weekend, I'm praying, Holy Spirit, help me not to mess this up. Anybody else been there? In the workplace, university, school, school gates, Friends, neighbors, community, Holy Spirit, help me to look like Jesus among these people. Because Jesus is attractive, isn't he? Jesus is the perfect example of love, joy, peace, patience. I'm glad this is up here. I never remember these. Thank you, Marilyn, if you're watching. <laughs> what a gift. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If you want to know what Jesus was like, there it is. There's Jesus. He displayed the fruit of the Spirit, all nine aspects, perfectly. So I was praying, Lord, let me be like this. You notice it's fruit. Mark was really careful not to use fruits. If he had, I'd have picked him up. And he'd pick me up as well. Because it's fruit which is why this um, picture on the screen is one fruit with different aspects it's all nine so it's no good saying well the fruit I'm okay with and quite good at is patience I'm all right with that one yeah I'm 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 good on that one I've got you know I'm nine out of ten on patience but I'm not so good with self-control the Holy Spirit wants to grow all nine in us simultaneously right so you can't say I've got four out of nine, that'll do, or five out of nine if you want to get a pass. It's not, it's not how it works. The Holy Spirit wants to grow all nine aspects of the fruit in us together, right? Not individually. So some of us are more naturally patient than others, but we're also supposed to be kind and good and gentle right? So we need a miracle, we need growth, and that growth can only come from the Holy Spirit. So there are three things you won't be surprised to know that we're going to look at. How do we bear fruit? Uh, Mark sort of touched on this earlier, didn't he? How do we, how do we bear fruit uh, in partnership with the Holy Spirit? Number one, we live and walk by the Spirit. Paul says, so I say live by the Spirit and you will not uh gratify the desires of the sinful nature the greek for live is literally walk uh anybody like to walk yeah i like to walk Uh, anybody pray and walk yeah i like to pray and walk if you don't do that try it it's good Um, because i like to walk and pray and remind myself of verses like verse 25 here it is since we live by the spirit let us keep in step with the spirit. As I'm walking down the canal, which is quite often, I'm asking, Holy Spirit, help me keep in step with you help me bear fruit. It's a great thing to do. You can pray everywhere you go. Your walk to co op is not for nothing. It's so you can pray for the Holy Spirit to help you keep in step with him. All right. Your little loo break at work is an opportunity for you to pray, Holy Spirit, as you wash your hands, help me to keep in step with you. Little practices, little disciplines, little moments in the day when you're connecting with the Holy Spirit. Um, Anybody used to be in Boys Brigade or Scouts or uh, Army or anything like that? I know. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. The back there. Proper Army. Tank Division. Thank you. (laughs) Drill. Right. Squad drill. Anybody do squad drill? Girls Brigade, guides, all the rest of it. Yep. Uh, Keeping step. Um, So I'm going to go off mic just for a second. All right. Sorry. Sorry, people on Zoom. Hopefully the camera at the back will pick me up. When you're, I don't know if I can even still march. When you're marching in in a squad, you're looking to the left and to the right and in front, aren't you, to make sure that you're in step all right it's a great illustration there of keeping in step with the holy spirit we have to keep glancing across to the holy spirit and asking holy spirit am i in step keep looking keep asking him keep in communication and if we're out of step we have to do that funny little thing (laughs) i can't do it anymore where we get back into step with the holy spirit so how does this work out in practice well before the weekend away, this is what I prayed. Lord, this weekend, may the Holy Spirit in me show people the fruit of what it means to know and love Jesus. That's what I prayed. And all the time over the weekend, when I went to the loo, and some of the loo breaks I took just to get a bit of peace and quiet, I'll be honest, because I'm an introvert. I can't, I can't do people 24 7, I get tired. Um, Some of you are extroverts and you love social stuff. I struggle sometimes and I have to take a time out. So when I went to the loo and I was washing my hands, I'd pray, Holy Spirit, help me to keep bearing fruit with these people because I don't want to bear sinful nature, the works of the flesh. I don't want to be argumentative. I don't want to be irritating. I don't want to be self-righteous. I don't want to be arrogant. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be pushy. I want to be like this. So all through the day, I was kind of listening to the Spirit and checking in with the Spirit and saying, Lord, let me bear fruit, because I want people to see Jesus in and through me. And that's what we need to do. Keep our eyes on the Spirit and keep remembering these. Remember these, uh, memorize them, all right? How do you know how you're doing as a Christian? Well, memorize the fruit and compare yourself against it. If you're not sure how you're doing, ask a prayer partner or a friend to tell you. If they love you, they'll, t- they'll be honest. The reason we need to keep constantly checking in with the Holy Spirit is there's a spiritual battle going on in the mind of the Christian. Have you noticed that? It's not plain sailing, is it, being a Christian? Um, there's the Holy Spirit and then there's the sinful nature or the flesh. Um, As Christians who've who've been renewed by the Holy Spirit, we have a new nature in us. We are new creations who've been born again. You have the Holy Spirit in you if you're a Christian. You didn't have that before, right? Before you were a Christian, your bias, your default setting, if you like, was towards not listening and and keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. You didn't acknowledge God. You didn't want to keep in step with him. You didn't want to live for him. But now you've got the Holy Spirit in you. You want to keep in step with the Holy Spirit, don't you? Hello? Just checking, it's hot in here. Let's stay with it. Let's stay together on this. Let me illustrate. Father-in-law is a green bowler. Any green bowlers in? Yeah, there's a few. Uh, I'm told that it's easier to bowl with the bias of the ball. So a green bowl has, uh, has a left or right bias on it. You can bowl against the bias, but it's easier if you bowl with the bias, because that's how the ball's been designed. If you are a Christian, you have been remade and redesigned with a new bias, and that is towards God and the Holy Spirit and away from sin, right? You can still bowl against the bias as a Christian, but that's not the way you've been made. Your new bias is towards Jesus, towards keeping in step with the spirit so let's bowl with our new bias which is the holy spirit does that make sense so i'm keeping it simple second point crucify the sinful nature verse 24 those who belong to christ have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires when someone becomes a christian they make a desire to they make a decision to kill off to die to sin and to live for Christ. Um, The baptism, Paul, is an illustration of this. When someone goes under the water and is covered over by the water, that is a grave, a watery grave. And it symbolizes that Jesus was covered over in the tomb when he died, right? So when someone's covered over by the water, they have died to the old sinful nature, to the old flesh. It's dead and it's buried, gone, right? When someone is lifted out of the water, that is symbolic of Christ being raised from the dead. And the person has been raised with new life in the power of the spirit to follow Christ and keep in step with the spirit. That's what baptism illustrates. Interesting that Paul uses the metaphor of crucifixion. Um, Don't want to go into the gory details, but crucifixion was a long and slow and tortuous process. Victims would often take sometimes days to die it was it was horrible death by asphyxiation and as Marcus said bearing fruit is not always an instantaneous thing there's a low slow process painful process of dying to sin of putting to death sinful habits and of growing fruit if you've been a christian for a little while you know this is a struggle right um, here's the good news though Somebody who, and I won't name them, embarrass them, somebody who was a fairly recent Christian said to me uh, just after their baptism, do you know that my husband and my family have started to notice that I've changed? It's taken a couple of years, but they said to me, I used to be quite angry. um, And now they say I've become more gentle, more kind. That's the fruit of the Spirit growing, isn't it? In that person. That's them dying to sin. That's the Holy Spirit growing new characteristics in them love, joy, peace, patience, and so on. But it's like growing fruit, it takes time. And it's a long, slow process of hard work sometimes. There is this sinful nature, the flesh, still clinging on, right? It's a battle in our minds. For some of us, there are still habits that we're wrestling with, sinful patterns and habits that we're trying to get rid of, and they're still there. But here's the good news. As certainly as Jesus was crucified and rose from the dead, it is absolutely certain that he has the victory over sin in our lives. The power of sin has been broken in your life and my life. Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. That's good news, isn't it? The old sinful nature, the flesh has been put to death. It's been crucified. And as sure as Christ rose from the dead, showing that he defeated the power of sin and death, we have the victory with Christ over sinful habits. So those sinful patterns in your life are not inevitably going to go on for the rest of your life because christ wants to set you free he wants to set you free and he has the power to set you free romans 8 verse 9 puts it like this you however are controlled not by the sinful nature but by the spirit if the spirit of god lives in you just as someone who is drunk is under the influence or the control of alcohol and loses control of their speech and body and actions so somebody under the control influence of the holy spirit bears the fruit of love, joy, patience, and so forth. We want to be controlled not by sin, but by the Holy Spirit. And if we're controlled and influenced by the Holy Spirit, we will bear fruit. We will look like Jesus Christ. The power of sin over us has been broken. It is no longer inevitable that we need to sin. Last one, growing fruit takes time. This is a, it's a partnership. Um, you, you know, as well as I do, we're, we're not like Mark and Carol, okay? They're, they're, they're good gardeners. If you go and look at Mark's garden, it's, it's impressive, all right? They take time over it and attention. We, we cut the grass, we do a bit of weeding, and that's about it. But this year, the father-in-law decided that we should grow potatoes. So uh, we dug over the uh, patch of ground, we took up the weeds, we prepared the ground, and you know what? We actually had some potatoes. Uh, it's a miracle. Because if, anybody if anybody's going to kill anything, it will be us. We're hopeless. Don't give us houseplants because we'll kill them. We have no idea. But we actually, I'll tell you what, they were amazing potatoes. With, with a, Sorry, I, I always get distracted by food during sermons. I think it's the time of day. But we had potatoes with our barbecue on Friday night. And they were beautiful new potatoes with, with butter on them. Um, even Ella liked them (laughs) they were really good but we even we had to tend the soil get rid of the weeds and tend them a little bit albeit without much skill and the same is true for us we have to tend the soil of our lives we have to pull up the weeds don't we which threaten to choke God's life in us We have to get the sinful habits out of the ground so that the fruit can grow. Sometimes as Christians, we despair about our lack of fruit. Um, I know many Christians who get stuck in what we call a sin-confessed cycle. Do you know the thing where you you find yourself uh, confessing again and again and again, the same sinful habit, and it keeps coming round, and you think, oh, here we go again. And you feel guilty, you feel condemned, you feel ashamed, and you, you go around this sin-confessed cycle. I want to encourage you this morning, Christ defeated sin and through his death and through his resurrection. You do not have to live forever in this sin-confessed cycle. Jesus came to set you free. You can get free with prayer and with support. I would encourage any of you particularly if you're if you're struggling with a sin confess cycle if there's a habit of sin which you just can't seem to shake get together with a Christian friend that you really trust share the journey with them get them to pray for you there may well be uh, a wound deep in your soul and life that needs healing that's causing uh, sin to look uh, desirable you might be using sin as a kind of comfort you know people use food um all sorts of things as a comfort don't they to insulate themselves against the pain and the wounds that they have inside well maybe that's you maybe there's a sinful habit but but the roots go deeper because you're you're struggling with a wound a deep-seated wound well a Christian partner can help you to get free by praying with you and discerning in the spirit what that wound is and where you need healing because often sinful patterns are not just sinful patterns. They come from a deep place of woundedness. There's something from your childhood, something in your relationships where you got hurt and wounded that God wants to heal. And you can partner with a Christian friend and they will help you to get free of these things. See, we're not supposed to just go round and round feeling guilty and ashamed with these sin-confessed cycles. Jesus wants to set us free, doesn't he? Does he? Good. It was for freedom that Christ has set us free, no longer to be subject to a yoke of slavery. Isn't that wonderful? But we need to do something. Like in gardening, we need to do something. God brings the growth. The Holy Spirit grows these fruits. Fruit, sorry. But we have to do something. We have to pray. We have to read the word. But I would encourage you, partner with someone in prayer. Sam said to me the other day, uh, I don't mind sharing this uh, personal thing. He said, you need to be more in relationship with another minister than you are an individual. So I rang somebody up. Um, I go to ministers meetings, by the way, on occasion, and they're all okay. But there's nothing like having another person to share the journey with you, right? To pray with you, to share the struggles with. So I rang this person up nearby and we've agreed that we're going to meet up on a regular basis and pray for one another so thank you sam for that word it was important to me who who are you sharing the journey with who are you praying with who's praying for you who's helping you to get free of these sinful patterns and habits jesus died to set you free he rose again to break the power of sin over you you have been freed but we need to walk in that freedom. How are you gonna respond? How are you gonna walk in that freedom? Let's pray. Jesus, it was for freedom that you died and rose again to set us free. Lord Jesus, I I pray specifically for those who are enslaved this morning to sinful patterns of behavior. They just can't get free. They're in that sin confess cycle. It's the same old sin which comes up again and again and again. Lord Jesus, you died and rose again to break those sinful habits and patterns and cycles. So I pray, Lord, if there's people here who are in that pattern, Lord, help them to respond in faith. Help them, Lord, to find somebody that they can pray with. Help them, Lord, to get free by the power of your spirit. But for all of us, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would grow your fruit in us, that we would grow to be more like Jesus day by day, for in his name. We ask it, Amen. We're going to sing a final response song. You're no longer slaves to fear. You are a child of God. As we're singing this, if you want to, if you want to respond and come forward, um, there's a a set of chairs here at the front. Please do. If if the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you, even if you're in the band, um, we'll we'll actually yeah we'll work that out. (laughs) Even if you're in the band, if you want to respond uh, to the Holy Spirit. Why don't you come up in this uh, song, uh, sit on the front row. um, And uh, if if you want prayer where you're seated because you can't get up, then just put your hand in the air. Prayer team are here. We'd love to come and pray with you to see you set free. Let's, uh, Let's stand and sing. for tea and coffee but there may be some here this morning who you know prefer to respond and receive prayer sort of after the service and that's that's fine um, please remain in here if you'd like prayer with the prayer team we'd love to pray with you um but please do uh, go through and share in tea and coffee uh, next door we thank you for your presence here this morning thank you that you declare over each one of us that we are your child Sons of God this morning, thank you for our, our new identity as those who have been set free to love and serve and follow Christ. Grow your fruit in us today, Lord, as we go into a new week. We pray, Jesus, that we would display your fruit with everyone that we come into contact with and give Jesus you the glory. Amen. Amen.